live from Los Angeles Comic-Con 2022, it's the Nighttime Show! Our special guest today, star of Back to the Future, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, Sniper, and The Phantom, not to mention a little movie called Titanic. You're in the zone for the Zane, it's Billy Zane! And now our host, paint him like one of your French girls. <laughs> he is considered the fart of the ocean. Our host, Stephen Kramer Glickman! I make my own luck. And so does our guest today, Billy fucking Zane. So excited to have you here. I can't even, I can't believe that we got you to come and hang out with us for the weekend. It's like we played some sort of Jedi mind trick on you. I can't thank you enough. You're the coolest. Please, call me Billy fucking Zane. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> fucking Zane. So good to be here, boys. Yes. Thank you for uh, really, really out. cool, Honestly. man. So this was so, this was Glickman. so fun. How I could, I could not say. I mean, how, how do you deny you? Oh wow! And this wow! Was sort of a last-minute thing. Genuinely, I have love for this man. Oh, wow. speaking we met. It's true. He's a fantastic. What a what a sweetheart and such a talent. Oh. Speaking and of love, you, seeing the people. Knuckleheads, I feel. The <laughs> it was so fun watching the people come and see you and just light up when they saw that you were here. Like, all weekend it's been like that. How yeah, great has that because been? Because you're a movie star. Like, you're like, you're a movie star, man. I mean, people see you, they go, I can't fucking believe I'm seeing Billy Zane in person. Like, it's a very exciting. It's one thing to see, like, oh, somebody, this person was on a TV show. I'm a fan of this guy, whatever. You know, di I watched this person on Disney Plus. You know, very exciting. <laughs> Wonderful yeah. things. Wonderful sure. things. But Jesus Christ, the fucking movies that you've been in. Massive, gigantic, enormous. Sure two VHS tapes you're stuck together in a cardboard box <laughs> kind of movies. Multiple Surely times, you're yeah. speaking of Land Speed and Morgan's <laughs> Ferry. Yes, yes, of, of course. course. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. First of all, this is how uh, Billy Zane and I know each other. We were uh, both invited to, by a friend to the TCL Chinese Theater to watch a girl play video games on screen. And when we arrived, if I'm if I'm correct about this, we were the only people there. <laughs> no one else had arrived. We was it was like the beginning of the pandemic. And we ended up uh, it was hanging a out. It was a tech demo. It we, was a yeah. tech Basically, demo. Basically, we were invited. It was it was a concept, uh, I guess, invitation. <laughs> yes. yes. So I look at the toys we have. What can you do with it? Yeah. It wasn't like there's a girl playing video games. <laughs> that's I think how I, that's, that's, that's what I. That sounds much creepier. Sounds entirely <laughs> creepy. Yeah. I don't know who, this was like no, it's in our 4D theater. The seats rock, and we're we're broadcasting, live streaming <laughs> yeah, right. from gaming. And I was I just finished like watching a movie. They're like, come on in here. Come look at what we're doing. Oh, yeah. And it was indeed a girl playing yeah. video games. <laughs> right. That's fascinating. And I said, but who's that fellow over there? <laughs> He's funny. But that 4D theater is actually pretty cool because we saw Scream in 4D. And whenever somebody got stabbed, you felt a stabbing in your back. <laughs> yeah. Like when you're watching the movie, like it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, Which is haptic. so wonderful. We ended up getting uh, going to dinner at uh, Tara Strong's house, yeah. the voiceover actress. We get to her house, and Nev Campbell was there. And we were like, we have the perfect way to start a conversation <laughs> with Nev Campbell. Stabbed, we like got her. stabbed at your movie. <laughs> you know, it was great. Yeah. It was really great. 
Speaking of voiceover, you voiced the demon on one of the greatest animated series of all time, Batman the Animated Series. Batman the Animated Series. What was that like? How did that happen? I should mention that here. People would like that. Yeah. Um, That was really cool. There was a period I was doing that. Then there was like Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, great game. uh, Ansem and um, Tricky, a little snowboarding game. Oh, yeah. I played that. Yeah. Which was kind of funny because they had written the role to be just like, you know, like any any sports race competition, everyone is just pretty much an asshole. Yeah. Like, eat my dust. Like, all the, <laughs> like you had a list of things to say that were, you know, went into the bin. I was like, you know, his name is Bodie. Can we just make him, like, totally chill and <laughs> yeah. be like, love you, man. Good one. You know, like. Just right. Yeah, the one yeah. positive guy there. Yeah, the one positive guy in the video game universe who was Hilarious. like. Doing one, they're like, "That's really twisted." Yes, go. Yeah. And as a result, we've of, never thought of that. It's kind of like my secret sauce. I like to subvert uh, kind of traditional norms. Uh, that it's being one cool. of them. Yeah. Uh, the other was like in this uh, interesting film called Invincible that Jet Li and uh, Mel Gibson mm-hmm. produced, oh, yeah. which you know worked with all the wire work guys from The Matrix, and it was a you know Zen kung fu master working with some characters. It was a pretty neat neat that show, but cool we dropped. As well. You know, we were in um, Australia, and um, Jeffrey Levy, the director, and I just started dropping in all this, like, neuroconsciousness frontiers, uh, sacred geometry, and, you know, <laughs> killing with love. Like, we just totally hip went hippie on this crazy story. <laughs> yeah. Loved it, and it resonated. We were left to our own devices. Mm-hmm. And the third example was turning any TV three-character arc into a musical. So I was like, and and they let me. I would, yeah, yeah. I like, you know, oh, Boston Public. Uh, you know, uh, maybe. What if I performed at that uh, uh, student talent show? And, uh, sang a song, David E. Kelly, because you like musicals and you like music. He's like, that's a great idea. Wait, you you, you rec- got him to go along? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, I recorded. What? I, I recorded um, in Studio A. At Capitol, and they brought me Frank Stool and Frank's mic. Wow! And oh I my God! Nice and easy does it, you know, like re- with the full that orchestration. That is bad ass. <laughs> and the other was Uncharmed. I was like, you know, demons, more demons. Yeah. Can't, can't he be a reformed demon? What if he, what if he taught? Uh, musical theater at like <laughs> school and they're like that's weird okay and I said and you know surely he should do a musical number and they're like okay Billy fucking Zane why not? And, uh, this man yeah. has shared the screen yes. with Bowie he can do whatever the hell yes. he wants so it's kind of my secret now I've revealed my secret so have I must you, kill you all But it's, have you done Broadway or yeah what did you do on no, Broadway Chicago no. A little thing oh called Chicago. God, yeah, Schubert yeah. played Billy Flynn and did like. Um, oh wow! Did the Sound of Music at the Lyric Opera? Oh, Chicago. Do you know what? Oh, my God. Did you know what Steven did on Broadway? No. Shrek Nothing. the Musical. <laughs> Shrek. Shrek the Musical. Jesus, that's awesome. Typecasting. That was where I got my start. That's amazing. I'll tell you what, though. You know what you and I should do. We should do fucking guys and dolls Absolutely. together. Oh you God. as yes. Sky Masterson and my, guys and dolls. Dude, that was my. I could do Nathan Detroit. Do uh, do the Nathan Lane. Oh, Nathan Detroit. Wait, you played him in high school. I was my senior class. God, you rush at that. Oh my God. There's no one I'd rather see now, play now Sky of, Masterson. Speaking of high school, you've been known as Billy Zane your entire career. Yes. Has there ever been a time when you wanted to be 
William Zane or just Bill Zane. Because like you know, we would never call him Billy Shatner, who we saw up on stage earlier. Like that would get you stabbed. <laughs> oh, I did call him Bill Shatner when I when we he did the handprints. But ceremony. not Billy. <laughs> I, no, I said I said uh, I said I, his name is I go, ladies and gentlemen, William Shatner or Bill, as I call him, because we're best friends. And then he went. Who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Shatner to you. We were not friends. I just <laughs> he said tried to give I, your face a handprint. <laughs> yeah. He was fucking pissed. Now, that's a good question. That is a good question. My dad was Bill, mm -hmm. so I was Billy. Mm -hmm. My passport is William, mm -hmm. and uh, I was Bill for five minutes, and then I felt I outgrew it. Yeah, <laughs> Billy was more mature. Because uh, it's like William, like that's your get in trouble name. Like William, the flashbacks of your William mom yelling George at you or something. Zane Jr. is my like. <laughs> you, you get know. in here right now. <laughs> I don't know what that. That's uh, the, you are grounded. You're grounded. William yeah. George Zane Jr. No, yeah. no, it never really got to that. Yeah, it does feel like you. you Did you ever go by Zany just for the hell of it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Zane in Zane, like there was certainly Zane, good nicknames, but you, know. you carry a lot of coolness with you do you realize that you you're very cool you carry a lot of a very you're very <laughs> were you we, unaware look, we've, had, <laughs> we've had 200 guests on our show Listen, none I of think us of are the cool. two yeah none what's of us what's it like cool? being yeah. cool wait what's a minute like i had cool? 11 prom dates i might be on to something <laughs> <laughs> you know? we you know we we've had uh, over 200 people on the show i would say you're easily the coolest person that we've had on the show you have a very cool vibe do you ride a motorcycle <laughs> Yeah. You wear leather jackets? Not any longer. In, yes, I do. Okay. In the in I the came morning. Up the bikes with the kids. But yes, they go. Thank you. Coming from one so cool as you. Oh, please. <laughs> A ring ding ding. <laughs> My you remember your first collection. Motorcycle? Thanks you. Huh? Do you remember your first motorcycle? Uh, yeah, they were one and the same. It was my first and last. There were two of them. Two BSA Gold Stars, kind of Brit bike wow. racers from. Uh, this great spot in Long Beach. Oh, very Century nice. Motorcycles. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, now, what are you your hobbies? Do you have, like, fun hobbies? I'm a painter. I, oh, I, really? I, okay. Yeah, I've been, um, that's just a it's kind of singular expression as an antidote to art by committee. Which is and I would say he's very good, according to Giancarlo Esposito, who's a huge Ooh, fan. He was talking about it. He talked about he, you on stage. What an amazing yeah. man. What a lovely guy. He loves oh, collecting yeah. my, my artwork. Mm -hmm. I have a show that's just closed at Bergamont Station here in L.A., a mm -hmm. great collection of galleries at the Speedy Gallery um, called Action, which is about action painting. It's abstract expressionism mostly for, for the most part. And a few pieces are in Art Basel. They just opened uh, yesterday at the Wall Gallery. If you're in Miami, mm -hmm. go to the Wall Gallery. I'm part of a group so show. Cool. Now, Very we so will cool. get straight up murdered if we don't ask at Comic-Con about the Phantom. <laughs> You. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would murder if you did. <laughs> right, of course. Come on, come on. My favorite movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> Can you tell? But he doesn't kill. That's the thing about the Phantom. He disarms. That's why we like the Phantom. Yeah. No superpowers. He's superhumane. Yeah. How did <laughs> how did that come to be? How did you end up uh, playing that part? I willed it to happen. Yeah. It was like literally forged from my passion, desire, and kind of a, a strange and acute knowledge of the character that I gleaned over years of working in Australia where the comic is, yeah. is, is, huge, is right? readily available yeah. at every newsagent reissues. It's like next to the cigarettes and the newspapers are phantom comics and you know, men, women, children of all ages buy these things and I'm certain it has something to do with the fabric of what we know as the national character of the Australian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 male or female for that matter. It's just something 
it, it's a there's it's a, such a it's cool pulp sort of story, you know, and it has such a great lore that's been kind of borrowed heavily in other comics and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. What was what was one of your favorite aspects of that character? No issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy <laughs> yeah. hero. Yeah. Anim- yeah. He didn't have a lot of psychological a girlfriend. <laughs> Jungle yeah. Lord. He's like fucking this rocks. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. No issues. Did did they? <laughs> and he disarmed. He didn't kill. Always yeah. gave the benefit of the doubt. And so did like they, you, know, you he's naturally cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, did they did they come to you and say this is something that we're looking at doing, or did you like were, how, how were you involved in the process of getting? I this remember thing? like, oh god, let me think. I was doing um, I was doing Sniper in Australia, and there was rumblings of it kind of being started from there from a production mm-hmm. at, at that point, and I was. It was a little out of my grasp at that time, and my whatever my trajectory at the time, or my body mass for that matter. <laughs> and, then, and then it came around again, and by that time, um, it was you know likely that I could be in the running, and I went in for a screen test. But I was so knowledgeable about the character just from the time I had spent there that for I just I was living and breathing it. I understood it inherently. So when I went in for it. I just did a screen test, and it was, you know, kind of Fate. one of those things. You just literally feel like you willed it to happen. Like, it was not a question that it, this was not meant to be. And I made a point of, like, it was interesting. Before every shot of every take, every scene, I, I made this conscious intention of projecting this kind of, like, you know, love, basically, light, you know, like whatever the guy was about. Like, yeah. literally, it was exhausting. But it was, I just made, I, I just decided to do this thing. And, and people have come up to me. Maybe they're, you know, I don't know, sensitive or otherwise. And they yeah. come to me at these cons and like, I know what you did. I picked, <laughs> I saw, wow. I saw, I saw yeah. you. I said, you got that? He goes, yeah. It's like, fucking awesome. That's badass. <laughs> yeah. It's really right? cool. It's really, really cool. Is badass. It's like, I was like, I'm going to, you know, let's, let's, yeah. let's play with this a little bit. Let's put out the good vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Totally. He's well, a hero. Let's play a hero. Yeah. Was there, um. When when you made the leap, uh, the, I don't want to say you made the. Did you go right into film, or did you were you doing television for a while before you made the leap into film? Uh, it was baptism by fire. It was crazy. I, I graduated high school, took a year off for what was to be film school, and then had an agent in Chicago and a great affiliate here. And I had you know, Laurie Rodkin was my manager. I was like right out of the box. I was pretty much taken care of, mm-hmm. and wanted to just focus heavily on. Um, on being an actor and my deal with the parents was look let me you know take a year off from you know mm-hmm. let's take a hiatus but do me a favor bankroll me just so I don't have to like you know so I can focus and study yeah. and Smart. not be waiting the tables let me just go full bore cover cover the nut you know get a roommate and mm-hmm. let's just see how we go and I said okay cool two weeks into it I back back to the future so I was like thanks I got it like you know? <laughs> and so you start off in uh, one of the few perfect movies basically like yeah. there, there are no flaws in back there's nothing you can do oh, to make yeah, back that to the future better it's air perfect tight. Yeah. Airtight. So, so then you we made do, it twice to yeah. make sure. Yeah. yeah, you did Back to the Future and Back to the Future. Too. No, back, well, we, we reshot everything. Yeah, because you had Eric oh, Stoltz and then right. it was Michael J. Fox. Stoltz. Who was oh. wonderful in it. It was just a yeah. different vibe. It just didn't fit. And then he wound up doing all kinds of other stuff that was great. And so. I worked with him in uh, Memphis yeah. Bell. He's a wonderful actor. I enjoyed oh, yeah. his take. And I loved, you know, I mean, Michael's is yeah. brilliant. But I thought both were interesting. But what a gift at first, yeah. you know. I, 
first time out of the box on a set of that magnitude to get to take a second pass to go, yeah. ooh, you know? And you've got to yeah, try that again. again. Yeah. Like, Great, really? We get another, oh we get another pass? <laughs> you have such wow. scenery chewers in that movie, too. Crispin Glover, oh Tom Wilson. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. They're all just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. that's really it was a It was a great place to learn and observe. And every day I wasn't filming, I was there watching. Just absorbing. Yeah. That, yeah, it was like, imagine having, you know, a drive-on pass to the back lot of Universal for like six months. Oh my God. As an 18-year-old yeah. kid, every break <laughs> would be like, I'm going to the Jaws set. And I'm going to yeah. go, you know, we'd run around and terrorize tourists, you know. <laughs> when I was doing the, the Nickelodeon show, for the first, I think, five episodes, I came every single day yeah. of, and I wasn't shooting Why would for like three yeah. of the days, but I would just, I would just show up. I just wanted to be on set. Also craft service, <laughs> but I just wanted to be on a set totally and like set. see how it was all going. And, yeah. and you'd watch people make mistakes and screw up a line. And then when you did it later, it didn't feel as bad that you, you were just, making mistakes. Like, you know, it's okay. Like we're all humans and we're just trying to make the best possible version. Sometimes you do an amazing take and the camera had a, is out of focus. You know what I mean? Like, all those little things that happen along the way that help us to be better actors and help, you know, to kind of put yourself more at ease on a on a set and know it better. You That's know? why you're the professional you are. You now, understand. you had a roommate, you said. Was your roommate somebody who wanted to be, were they in the business as well? No, no, just... they were a friend from school. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so funny, uh, the photographer that was running around for Getty Images here, Today at Comic Con uh, was my first roommate when I moved to Los Angeles, <laughs> which is pretty funny yeah. to to like watch him be the guy that like they're like all right we have to get him on stage to shoot everyone. It's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. You no, brought mine up was Jennifer Greenwald. She was oh, hell. one of my best friends from Very high school. Cool. You brought up being on the set of Back to the Future on your days off. Were there other things shooting around that would come visit or that you would go visit or anything like that? Um, we had a fairly large footprint, so oh, okay, it, yeah. you know, we—it was just basically be, it, it, the fantasy of kind of jumping ship on a on a the tour tramp, so yeah. Do, yeah. Uh, dodging the flood in Mexico, mm-hmm. just in time, stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah. hiding in the in yeah. the psycho house at Winter <laughs> right. bringing a, a mag light and shining it in the window <laughs> to freak people out behind like the stylons oh, in, uh, and, uh, in the opening. Know, the, Running around, like literally yeah. running around. Yeah, behind the Battlestar Galactica Cylons of the opening. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? The time tunnel of yeah. the Sasquatch. I, I probably, you, right you probably scared me when I was there as a child. Too, right? Oh, yeah. The clock tower and all sure, that. Sure. Yeah. What was your first impression of the time machine? Um, when you first saw them drive I remember admiring the, the DeLorean. I said, what did they do to this car? <laughs> I was really digging yeah. the DeLorean when it came out. I was like, it's stainless steel. It's yeah. made in Ireland. They were so it's cool. It's a thing of beauty. What the it's hell? got cocaine in the wheels. What it's got cocaine in the wheels. <laughs> the man, DeLorean. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I loved? Uh, this is something I, uh, I love that you've done, and I, I just really wanted to ask you about it, is, okay, Zoolander, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoolander 2. The Boys on Amazon. I know you've done it a few other times. You have played yourself or a version of yourself in movies and kind of like taking the piss out of your, you know, of yourself a little bit, making, making joke, like kind of ma- being able to like make kind of light or, ma- you know, you know, yeah. kind of parody yourself. How, how did that feel doing that on those? Like, do you enjoy doing that? Is that part of like, like is that like a fun thing to get to do i mean that's because you have to be at such an iconic stage of your life uh, in the being in the world that you can p- 
parody yourself in a gigantic, massive blockbuster movie or massive, giant television it's, show. It's, it's nothing you can engineer, really, for the most part, I imagine. I think it's yeah. just something that happens by natural... I don't know. I, and I, I feel blessed for it. It's, it came out of absurdity, you know, phrases and memes, you know, came out of, like, a, an improv... You know, Owen's and listening to friend Billy Zane. He's just like saying the name. Right. Like, yeah. I was like, what? And then it just became Stoic Zane. Then it just became this riff yeah. that is, I get more, you know, quoted to me more than anything. Just purely random. But that's the only way I think those things can work. And as a result, that's, yeah, that's spilled over to like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, The Simpsons and other crazy, crazy yeah. shit. Like, it it's does weird. It really. It's just this weird, funny thing. And I feel blessed for it. It's like, oh, to be, you know, canonized in such a silly way hell yeah that's for best. five minutes of you know and now you are in parody. a film that at one time was the highest grossing film of all time that's now been surpassed by a couple others but you work with James Adjusting Cameron for uh, inflation I'm not sure <laughs> well <laughs> not he, he had another one with some blue characters that <laughs> number but of screens adjusting for <laughs> I don't know but uh, sure is James Cameron as intense to work for as we've heard like he's, he gets his reputation of being a little bit of a taskmaster oh yeah and we had what's his name who was the guy that we had on the show that was in Titanic oh uh, uh Eric Braden Eric Braden who he almost drowned on the set of Titanic <laughs> let me say he almost drowned uh, in a scene <laughs> Uh, a movie about a sinking ship you know, <laughs> yeah. got wet. I know. What, everybody <laughs> almost. Hey, but he said they jumped in and saved him. And he said there's no problem. Did the scene again. Right. Um, oh, so he's happy to do it again. But um, now and he's a quite a, f- a physical specimen. He's quite a yeah. I mean, he was, uh, he's an athlete. Yeah. Former athlete. I mean, he played soccer uh, for many years in uh, Germany. Great guy, boxer. But um, so when you're working for a guy like James Cameron, like is he as tough to work for as people tend to think? Not to me. Okay. I I I, my, I, I think he's. Hysterical. Now, did you He's make a, a, I want to answer okay. your question, wait, wait, wait. so give me yeah. five seconds. Give the man a second. <laughs> you teed it up. I'm not Jesus, <laughs> Matt. Come on, man. Let the man do what he does. Bottom line, yeah. the dude, he was first in the water, last out. Okay. So props to you. Respect. Yeah. You're cold and wet on the sinking ship movie? What'd he's you colder and wetter. Yeah, you know. exactly. Um, he's hysterical. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's a wit. Yeah, he, he expects the best out of you and if you're up for it great if you're not and you you know you coupled with maybe blowing contingency <laughs> you know right. yeah you better just keep walking mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's like, there's no time uh he's all he's it's very it's yeah it's cutthroat but yeah like and yeah like we had Lance yeah. Henderson yeah. you know? what is it it's a military yeah. operation yeah. it's like it literally is a you know chain of command yeah. It's a it's a tough exercise with very little margin for error mm-hmm. when you're playing at that scale. Yeah, we had yeah. Lance Henriksen on who was in Piranha 2, James Cameron's first film <laughs> before he did Aliens with him later. Uh, and he talked about how like back then he could tell there was something different about him that was going to be like this guy is going to have the big career. Like you just you could tell like when he was a new director like that. He's the genius. He's smart and he's mm-hmm. as a, you know and he's funny. Again, we we had great wordplay and exchange and it we love the absurdity of, of the character and the hubris of the character. And after yeah. the time we said cut, we'd bust up laughing and <laughs> try other stuff. And he was, he was collaborative. That, mm-hmm. That's the key. It's like I think that you know he would be a taskmaster and just tell me what to do. You know, as what most people would assume. Yeah. Like, the last thing he wants to do is babysit. Mm-hmm. Right. 
you know so it's like please bring it bring suggestions like, well and you delivered so hard in oh, that yeah. movie though yeah you know, some of the Jesus more mustache twirling lines <laughs> were yeah. just fantastic you know they really are here's a, a real question for you though is how uh how did making being in that movie affect your life like who what was your life what were the big changes before and after titanic coming out because that is such a groundbreaking, massive thing. Did it feel that way? Did there? Did you feel like the Earth had shifted a lit a little bit? Certainly. I mean, of it course. was a crazy international calling card. It was, you know, it was it, it, though coupled with the, the the unique dynamic of being, you know, certainly identified but uh, universally loathed at the same time. <laughs> yeah, was yeah. Coming, it, yeah. was a very, it was a very interesting. But I think they, they kind of canceled each other. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, it was fabulous. It was, uh, again, a great... Um, it was all about the unique access. Or I, I always felt most most markers of, I, I guess, uh, milestones of success in a career always appeared to be a means to an end to me rather than the end all. Yeah. As a result of always pushing it downfield, you're always going to go, what is this afford? What what can be... What's the best use of this access? What's the sure. best use of this, sure. you know, rather than just... A, table at your favorite restaurant or you know, the cash <laughs> yeah. money or whatever you know right yeah, yeah. it's like it, so i've always i've always enjoyed that leverage point and then looking for like as it would apply to service because i attribute mm -hmm. any any it's all pretty much success i've had to an eye on what's the best use of this yeah line delivery moment edit in this script what you know does that yeah. really necessary anything that seem to have a lower frequency resonance and it's tough when you're playing bad guys trust me but yeah, there's sure. a lot of like you know can you massage something out that is extraneous and just simply dark for dark sake or yeah. dumb for dumb sake <laughs> can we raise the bar in, in any way we can I've always kind of again back to my earlier comment on subversion this was mm -hmm. just when I had yeah. no business doing it as like a day player on a film yeah. it's like hmm I'd approach it as if you know, can I add some real subtext to this? Yeah, and, yeah. like yeah. what can, how can we just make a meal out of it? Or yeah. uh, not really. That not, that implies a little scenery a little, chewing, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know, do we need this? Must we call her a bitch here? Is that really <laughs> necessary? Or yeah. you know, does can you know can this character say thank you to the hat check lady? Or yeah. Can there you know just we go to movies to learn how to be yeah. right? And yeah. just because it's not written doesn't mean it, it, it wouldn't benefit from mm -hmm. yeah. a to little deepen, focus like, to, to deepen raise the, character, the bar. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's good to Karen to have that stewardship over the character that you're playing. and you know, It's just an interesting way to realize how indelible these things are and how far-reaching. And when you hear what cure, you know what resonates with them, what I love about cons and, and coming to these is you, you hear stories about the significance of what might have been a gesture or a movie that was little known or something that you felt... Nothing is arbitrary. Bottom line, nothing is arbitrary. Everything is important. So all you can do is hold the thread of service, try to resonate with, you know, the highest good, because you're communicating to billions of people. And, you know, I feel what shows up is almost like a map to the minefield. I feel blessed I've had the career I've had. You know, but you can feel that from you, and it's like, and I again, it's like, it's, it feels like uh, I can, I can simply meet it with a level of bemusement that 
just is comforting. Yeah, because, it's because of those things. And I, I encourage you all to, you know, try it. Start today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, I mean, you you carry with you a level of respect for yourself and for other people that you talk to that is very different than a lot of actors and a lot of stars that you that you meet around this business, which is a really wonderful thing because the, the, the way that you respect other people and the way that you kind of asked for, you know, the way you ask for respect for yourself as well, it's, it's really brilliant and, and healthy. It's like they're probably the reason why you've lived uh, such a, a successful and also like a good life in this business is because you, you know, you respect your, your time, you respect other people's energy and stuff like that, which is very fucking cool. It's not normal. And it's not. It's not what. It's not what we run into on a regular basis. Thank you, Stephen Kramer. You have cultivated a reputation for that because I told a friend of ours that you were going to be in our booth all weekend. He's yep. a comic we've known for a long time, and he said, "Oh, I used to run a restaurant. Billy Zane would come in all the time, and he'd feed the homeless around there. Like he's like the nicest person, and he does good things for people mm-hmm. when they're not expecting it. They don't need it from him. They're not asking him for it. He just does good things for people all the time, and that's oh, yeah. the reputation that you have. So yeah, good the, the guy that runs LA Comic Con." The guy, the head guy for the entire con came by the booth earlier and he was like, just want to let you know, uh, Billy Zane is like the hit of the con. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, you we have the talk of the convention. He's like, we have yeah. fucking Sean Astin here and fucking this guy and that one and the cast of this show and that show. He goes, Billy Zane is the one that every employee of mine has said, can you believe Billy Zane is here? And he's talking to everybody. He's being so nice. He's the sweetest guy in the world. And you went by their office and said hi to everyone. You're the nicest fucking guy on the planet. I'm done. I'm done with you, Billy. I've got a cavity here. The sweetness is killing me. Okay, last question. I don't know what to do. Bring bring back the comedy. This is the ass-kissing podcast. We got to wrap it up. We got to wrap this up. I do have one question for you, though. Sure, for the love of God, get us out of this maudlin. I know. Okay, last question. Group hug. What is something that you have not done in your career that you would like to do? And I know that that's putting a lot of pressure on, on like, you know, the opportunities, the excitement of being an actor is that you don't know what all the things are that you get to be. But is there some uh, type of film that you haven't gotten to do or something you're like, oh, fuck, I just want to do this one time? I think I've dabbled in... in those genres but not enough I, I i honestly i love comedy more than i think anything yeah um i bring it to the darkest kind of you know <laughs> most serious drama i love finding the humor in pretty much anything and inevitably it's very close to some of the more bent motivations and mm-hmm. if you if you mine levels of understanding or appreciate the psychology of certain turns and really go deep and try to understand it you find it's just a breath away from absolute absurdity and tomfoolery and and it's such a true resonant part of the human condition is how close those that craziness is to something that's completely laughable but i'd love to you know pull back off the insanity and like just (laughs) play in the realms of you know blake edwards for a little while that would be really nice Yeah. yeah classic kind of Comedy. You know, I'd love you know, to see Steve Martin. Martin. I love Steve Martin. I like, you know, yeah. maybe uh, only murders in the building. I, 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 John Landis cool. is a dear friend, and I got to work with him on a crazy movie that was not his funniest film, but I just think he was so masterful in those offerings, all the like really establishing 
you know, comedy in our in the '80s and early '90s. And yeah. I just yeah. I, I want to do a, you know, I want to do like the Four Amigos. You know what I mean? I want right. to do like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to so have some fun in that. Dude, respect. that's yeah. brilliant. I love it. I love it. Well, where can people find you on the social medias? Uh, at Billy Zane on the Instagram blue check. There's a lot of <laughs> insane people out there pretending to be me, asking okay. people like going out just. Boy, if it ain't, doesn't have a blue check and a shot of me with a suit, if a lot of followers, yeah. not a lot, whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. nurture. I, I, I have a loyal following. I don't. I, have, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been mining numbers, and yeah. I don't think I play that social media machine. I don't think you need as to. Well as well as, as others worry. may, but it'll happen on its own. But it's. I don't. I don't really. I'm very happy with my people. Well, yeah. you're the best. But, uh, yeah, look out for those other knuckleheads out there. And uh, <laughs> uh, BillyZaneArt.com if you'd like to see the art. Oh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, right, we got to do an art show. We have to see an art show here in L.A. We're you go got one. I out. wish yeah. you came. It was at Bergamot Station. You can, I, they're they're going to pull it down, but there'll be another. Well, You can see it online. Go to Giancarlo Esposito's house that he's got. Go to Carlos Esposito's. <laughs> and then come see our production of Guys and Dolls. Hell yes. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. I, mean, I can't thank you enough. This was an absolute thank you. pleasure. Thank you but, so much. What a fun weekend. And thanks for inviting me to, to join you. I, I would have otherwise been in Miami. You You're bet your job. ass. Much, ha- much happier us. having you here. What than a Miami. hoot. Thank you. Thank you all. Oh. Stand up in front of a